The following is a paid political announcement for Judge Roy Moore. Hey, what you eating? Cowboy dick. Hey, buckaroos, there's nothing like a little cowboy dick ice cream. I want something. I've got a craving. Yeah, well, how about some cowboy dick? Sure. All the cowgirls love my cowboy dick. And I should know, because I'm cowboy dick. I like my cowboy dick with some nuts. No problem, partner. Introducing cowboy dick with nuts so big you can hardly wrap your lips around them. My youngins love cowboy dick. Ma'am, fill your posse with my cowboy dick. Oh, cowboy dick. Here, try it. How is it? I can't talk. My mouth is full of cowboy dick. She's smiling. She's smiling. Fill your mouth with my cowboy dick. Available in your grocer's freezer. Ooh, once you've had your first cowboy dick, you won't ever go back. When you're filled with cowboy dick, you'll scream, Wee! Greatest thing in the air. Brit Summers. And this is the Brit Summers Show. In the land where we were born, we get one loaf of bread and one TV. Life was planned and we were bored. That's why we all signed up to sail the sea. There's no gold for anymore Fearless leader must keep us busy But now we run the ocean floor In a Russian submarine We all died in the Russian submarine Russian submarine Russian submarine we all died in the Russian submarine Russian submarine Russian submarine As we lie beneath the waves With bigger mortars and decay Hear the motherland band play We all died in the Russian submarine Russian submarine, Russian submarine. We all died in the Russian submarine. Russian submarine, Russian submarine. Run silent, run deep. They are losing power Yet, not yet. Try again. By Moose and Square. There is nothing more, nothing more that we can do. That we can do. As our comrades all turn blue. Without oxygen to breathe. We cannot breathe. In our rush. In our rush. Submarine. Submarine. <laughs> we all died in a Russian submarine. Russian submarine. Russian this was actually funny back in the days when Russia was still considered our enemy before they took us over. Hi everybody, welcome to the Brit Summer Show on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. And I hope everybody had a great uh, Thanksgiving uh, holiday. It, it could very well be the last one we all ever have if things keep going spiraling downward at this pace. 
<laughs> this is the only country where uh, actually we shouldn't even have a, a constitution or a bill of rights or, or any of that. What we should have is just one word. Huh? Because nobody cares. And they're busy with their own little days and their own little things. And uh, one day you're going to wake up and uh, nothing's going to be there. It's going to look like uh, what Burgess Meredith saw when he broke his glasses. Why am I kicking the show off with uh, Russia? Well, it just so happens by golly that uh, <laughs> while Trump was spending five, five days in a row golfing at Mar-a-Lago, right up the street from me, oh, about... I'd say 30 miles north uh, in the port of uh, the Palm Beach uh, port or yacht basin. I don't know what the hell it is. His buddy, his pal uh, parked his yacht there. And this is more than a yacht. You, You could call this a ship. I think over a certain amount of feet. It's no longer a yacht. It is then designated as a ship. I think it's 150 feet or more. I'm not, I'm not certain. Anyway, Turns out that uh, our Soviet puppet president was uh, not just playing golf, but uh, consorting with his Russian allies. I just hope (laughs) over the holidays that Bob Mueller is uh, taking copious notes. And he saw that article in the uh, Palm Beach Post, which is, that was the only mention of it. It was not on the national news, of course. Just like net neutrality is not an issue, doesn't exist on the national news on television. They've got a uh, strict order uh, from high on low. Do not discuss, do not report, no segments allowed on uh, net neutrality. So, uh, yeah, tune in Rachel on the leftist media network, MSNBC, and see if she has a segment on net neutrality. Um, will she have one? No. No, she, she's not going to have one. You're not going to see it on uh, any of the MSNBC lineup. And why? Because it's owned by Comcast. And yes, Comcast wants to get rid of net neutrality so they can charge us more. Here's the problem. People don't understand what net neutrality is. While it's very simple, if you go on your computer or your phone and you go online, what you are experiencing right now is net neutrality. When they take that away, that means they can charge you for anything you do on there. And yeah, I mean, you, you have subscriptions, uh, uh, the newspapers, uh, Washington Post, New York Times, uh, uh, subscription-based uh, sites and all that. That's okay because it's their private sites and they can charge or whatever it is. Besides, they're not making any money on print anyway. But now you're going to get charged just to go to the paywall. You're going to get charged. My show. Now, now uh, I'm not, I think... It's the middle of December. The vote takes place. It, it could it could happen by the time this show airs. And, and if it does, well, then you may have a problem accessing me. Oh, sure. I'll be it because SoundCloud and GoDaddy, they're privately owned businesses. They have a set fee, a set price, and that's that. And I can do what I want with them. But as far as anybody wanting to tune in and listen... Well, then, if you've got Comcast or if you've got Verizon on your phone or if you've got uh, any one of your your carriers, your Internet providers, well, they can slow you down. If they don't like what I say, if they're not happy with my opinions, 
They can slow you down and charge you more and put you into a package where you can hear my show, but you'll have to pay more each month. That's what we don't have to bother with now, but that's what they, why do you think they want it so badly? And mind you, whenever you hear the words to increase competition in the marketplace or to increase competition in the job market, (laughs) whenever you hear that, that's the death knell. That means everything's going to come to an end and change. Uh, It's going to go back to the days. Let me explain something to all of you out there. In the 1970s, if, if Jimmy Carter and surprisingly enough, Reagan, that's the only thing Reagan followed through on, the breakup of AT&T because of antitrust laws, which, by the way, are still on the books and they just don't enforce it. They laugh that off. Uh, but if they didn't break up AT&T back in the late 70s, uh, early 80s, uh, if you're listening to me right now on your phone, uh, you wouldn't have that phone. Cell phone technology would have not come out as quickly as it did. Uh, Breaking up AT&T enabled uh, other companies to innovate and come out with uh, new ideas, new technology. If it was just AT&T like it was up until that point, people don't remember. There was a movie called The President's Analyst. It came out in 1967 because it was no secret that uh, Ma Bell owned everything. If you used your phone or any kind of communication device back then, it was all one company, one company, AT&T. And there was a movie called The President's Analyst. Terribly, terribly dated. I think James Coburn was in it. And the whole thing is a buildup to who is controlling America, who controls, who calls the shots on all of us. And at the end of the movie, I might as well, spoiler alert, (laughs) came out in 67, uh, it turns out that it's AT&T, American Telephone and Telegraph, uh, ruled the country. It had to, it called the shots on the president all the way down, and uh, and it was actually like a top secret organization. It was like a Bond villainy thing. That's what that whole movie was. Now, that was 67. It, it took until people were aware of this, and it took all the way up until the early 80s that they broke up AT&T, which was to our benefit because that really did increase competition and uh, increase uh, the job market as opposed to the 96 Telecom Act, which deregulates everything. And then six companies bought every radio station in the country. And now it's even worse because there's another, although there's a lawsuit trying to prevent this, uh, one company's trying to buy up all the local TV stations in the country. See, Clear Channel just went for radio pretty much. They had some TV stations, but it was all the radio stations. It was my job. It was uh, <laughs> it was all those careers, 100,000 people. Yeah. And see, people, you turn on, you hear me, you, uh, you hear me on the radio, or you can turn your radio on any time of the week, and you look, it's still there. It's still there. No, it's not still there. It's somewhere else being piped into you uh, with very carefully crafted messaging. And as far as FM radio is concerned, if you're not into rap, uh, New Jack format, or, or Hungarian Rhapsodies, in this market, you're out of luck because all the rock stations are gone. All the oldie stations are gone. Uh, we used to have at one time four, count them, four rock and roll stations down here. And uh, talk about comp- competition in the market. <laughs> that was fun. Those were fun days. 
103.5 WSHE, which is now owned by Russia, and uh, K102, which went to an oldie station. But we had WSHE, K102, Zeta 4, and uh, 97 GTR. Uh, all, all great rockers, and they're all gone. Uh, K102, of course, didn't last long, but uh, yeah, people listened to it. It was a good competitor for 97 GTR, Zeta, and she. All gone. And why is it all gone? Because people don't pay attention. People are complacent, and they just expect things to be there. And they're not. They're really not. But getting back to that uh, yacht that was... Uh, <laughs> Parked at the. Let me give you the details on that. Uh, it was at the Port of Palm Beach, by the way, and it's owned by a Russian oligarch uh, named Roman Abramovich. So uh, Roman Abramovich, who uh, he spent time visiting Trump. By the way, it's 533 foot. I, I, that's more than a yacht. That's a ship. And I'm also told by those who know that uh, a lot of yachts are not seaworthy. Uh, oh, sure. They're billions of dollars and they're beautiful and they got pools in them and all this. But uh, from what I'm told by experts in the know, uh, they're not seaworthy. This thing here is a ship. And you can you can get a picture. And by the way, it's Palm Beach Post. Just uh, search on Palm Beach Post while Ajit Pai still let you do it. And, uh, and Russian Yacht. Just, just type that in and you'll see this thing. It's huge. It's also on my Facebook page, Boca Brittany Summers on Facebook. Uh, yeah, this guy this guy stayed there the exact same time, and he left. As soon as Trump left, he left. I think they had a conversation, don't you? Uh-huh. And here's the kicker. Here's the kicker of the whole thing. Well, about a mile behind it was a Russian sub. That's why I opened with that uh, bit. Uh, yeah, the Russian sub was within a mile or so. Of Mar-a-Lago. This guy uh, is listed as uh, his net worth is nine b- b- billion dollars, and he's also friends with uh, That's Jared. Kushner, and uh, he's also close friends with uh, Papa Putin. So, Mr. Mueller, if you're paying attention, uh, yeah, ask uh, Jared when you do indict him. It can only be Jared. Now, it's my understanding that. Uh, used to be, we had a, uh, a three-mile offshore. It was three miles out to international waters. And for many, many years, as I talked about in an older show uh, a couple of years ago, uh, when people started noticing, <gasps> there's Russian subs off the coast. There's always been Russian subs off the coast, but never this close, not, never a mile. It's usually three miles out, and uh, they've always been there. That's nothing new. They monitor our communications uh, well, they don't have to do that anymore since it's now their communications. Just ask uh, WSHE 103.5. Well, it's no longer WSHE. Now it's a WUSSR or something. Uh, just ask them. Yeah, they don't have to monitor our commercial communications anymore. Now all they have to monitor, they do like the NSA. They listen into our phone calls. They, they uh, hack into our computers and all this but uh, yeah, uh, a mile in that that I raise an eyebrow uh, <laughs> because it, it was three miles out. I guess that changed too. So yeah, Mr. Muller, uh, 
<laughs> All due respect, please, if, if you're going to look into collusion, just remember. It can only be yes. Now, I don't want to get into this uh, uh, tax bill on this show, and here's why. Because I'm not sure. It's past committee, naturally. No surprises there. Uh, and it's on its way to the Senate for a vote. Uh, at this stage, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I hate to say it, but it looks like it's going to pass. And that means the uh, end of this economy. And, and what I mean by that is uh, we're going to have another crash. Because this, this, uh, it, it isn't a tax bill. It's a redistribution of wealth bill. And uh, all you rubes out there that think this is a good thing and believe the lies that are pouring out of uh, Trump and every other Republican's mouth, uh, boy, is this going to bite you in the ass and you're not going to like it. And again, I I have to point out that at this stage, it may not pass. I don't know. And that's the problem with doing a pre-recorded show, especially in these days and times. It changes so fast and so much crap gets shoveled on top of you. You don't know what topic to talk about. And if you do pick a topic to discuss, well, then uh, it's going to be seriously irrelevant when you, by the time you hear this show. I apologize in advance, uh, but well, I'll cover it next week uh, if the uh, FCC doesn't vote by then. And uh, I still have a show. Or you have any other favorite shows you like to hear online that you don't have to pay extra for. Uh, that's another thing. Uh, I talked about that last week, but it's getting closer. And you'll see on my Facebook page, uh, Boca Brittany Summers, uh, I have links on there that you can click on. Freepress.net is another link you can click on. And uh, there's there's all kinds of uh, well online petitions. They don't account for much. Uh, but there are going to be protests uh, at uh, Verizon stores because Verizon is the uh, biggest proponent of getting rid of net neutrality because Verizon is an evil company. And uh, if you do yourself a favor, if you're a Verizon customer, check your monthly bills and see if any of them are the same. I doubt it. I used to have Verizon, and they pulled that creative billing on me. Uh, one month it's fifty dollars, next month it's uh, two hundred and fifty dollars, next month it's twenty dollars, next month it's uh, and and it goes up and down and up and down on yo yo, and uh, a lot of these uh, big multinational corporations who <laughs> are accountable to no one, uh, they they do this all the time. I'm getting that from my car insurance company right now. Every and. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy with the rate that they quoted me, but I'd like to see it someday because sometimes it's higher, sometimes it's lower. Uh, you could, they can roll it up and down any damn way they please because there's no uh, regulation. And that's why they say regulation is a bad thing because if there was regulation, then they wouldn't be able to get away with all of this. So the only thing I want to say about the uh, wealth reappropriations bill <laughs> for now whether it passes or not, the way this bill is drafted from what anybody, they keep changing that every day, so nobody really knows what it is. But the, uh, there's, two, uh, there's a two-pronged approach. One, they want to increase the deficit so, high, so much that eventually they'll have a really good excuse for privatizing Medicare and Social Security or just uh, getting rid of them entirely. Yeah, that's what they're really going after. That's the uh, golden ring that they uh, they hope to uh, grab at. Uh, and speaking of grab ass, I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, 
The other thing is, if, if there's any silver lining, if this bill passes, <laughs> I don't have, I don't hold any stocks. If you have, if you play to markets or if you use money to make money, then I feel sorry for you because it's not going to happen right away. But the market's going to crash. Our economy's going to crash really bad. And you remember what happened? Now it crashed in 2008. But then we had the bailouts and all this. And these days. The rich bastards, they keep their money off uh, shore now. They didn't do that in the 1920s. And that's why so many of them jumped out of a window. And really, that's the only thing I look forward to is to uh, hopefully some of these uh, hedge fund managers and these uh, stock market guys and a lot of these CEOs. That's what I'm looking forward to. I wish, I pray, I hope that they'll all jump out of a window. Like it's the 1920s. We're having a ball in the gay 90s. Everybody is happy and gay. Don't you know what I love when you stand there right behind me and try to tickle my prostate? Everybody's out in the gay 90s. Why, even the ones you once thought were straight. There's no more surprises, no secrets or lies. So go ahead and stab that brown eye. Yes, sir, it's the gay 90s. Everybody bend over. Yes, sir, look for those glory holes. You too, ladies, strap them on. Is everybody gay? It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. I left the bleeding. I'm on the whole office down now. Cause I'm a day trader. I'm a cider, yeah. And I am so pissed off. Put my gun out. Blew their brains out. So is the NRA Cause I'm a dead trader I'm a cider, yeah And I am so pissed off Put my gun out, blew their brains out Summer Show 95.3 FM 1470 WWNN. I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear 
about Prince Harry marrying uh, Meryl Marco or whoever she is. I, uh, I get a lot of uh, friends and people advising me, oh, have you seen the royals? You're really going to love the royals. Several people have said that to me. And that they don't understand that I hate royalty stuff. I can't stand royal anything that has to do with royalty. Unless it shows them all dying, then I'll watch it. Because I can't stand royalty. I have no respect, uh, no appreciation at all for anybody who's born into wealth and does nothing their entire lives. But in this country, as you can see by what is in the White House right now, this country really adores and they really appreciate and they respect and they love people who were born with a golden spoon up their ass. They really, uh, big money, that really impresses people. Look look how well Robin Leach did in the 1980s with Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Why was that show a hit? I don't know. Why, why do people watch uh, shows that feature just wealthy, rich people who... Their, slide, their biggest problem of the day is that they didn't get the, the demi-test glass served properly or something. Who cares about these people? Uh, people who were born with a golden spoon up their ass contribute nothing to society, uh, never have to work a day in their life, never have to suffer, of course, never go hungry. They don't know what struggle is. They cannot really, they're in no way, they're like aliens, okay? And I'm talking about from space. They don't know how the humans survive. They don't know what it's like to be a human being. Uh, and they really feel that way. They, they feel like they are better than all of us and that they're the chosen ones. Oh, no, not the Jews. These uh, Usually they're goyim. Usually they're white, pasty, inbred metagons. It's like the uh, direct opposite of what their hillbilly supporters are like. Uh, they inbreed, and uh, they do. The, the wealthies, the Kennedys did. Uh, not after uh, John. John did, was far from that. <laughs> but early on, the Roosevelts did. All of the rich, blue-blood, uh, wealthy families in this country, they tried to keep the money in the family that way. So they married their cousins, they married their whatever it was. Uh, and uh, so on the high end uh, of the scale of wealth, uh, you have inbreeding. And at the very low end of the scale, you have Roy Moore, who it looks like he's going to win. And in, in that case, that would make Alabama the pedophile state. I'm sure they'll all be very proud of that. New moniker. They could put that on the license plate. Uh, the hate state. We elect pedophiles. And anybody who's a, a registered sex offender, here's some advice. Move to Alabama and you can run for office. Just register Republican and you're guaranteed you'll win. Now, getting back to this royalty thing, I'm getting sick of hearing about Okay, I'm gonna, let's be fair about it. They want to get married? Good luck to them. Don't saturate the news. There's too much important things going on. They want to go to, not, never mind uh, North Korea, uh, these maniacs want to go to war with uh, Iran, who, who's following the treaty. They're, they're doing everything right. They're not doing anything wrong. They're, they agreed to the treaty, and they're actually following through. And that's why we're going to have a big shakeup, maybe by the time this show airs, uh, that Tillerson's going to begin, and they're going to make Tom Catton, who I don't cotton to, 
that maniac, uh, that hateful, no good lowlife, who for some reason his uh, service record has been scrubbed. He only made it to lieutenant. He's one of those uh, service guys that uh, the military don't like talking about. Hmm. Anyway, he's going to be CIA. He's going to be head of the CIA. He's going to be a new uh, Dulles. Only this is going to be Dullard instead of Dulles. Because Dulles was a fuck up too. Uh, And Mike Pompeo. Not to be confused with Pompano. So these guys were against the Iran Treaty the whole time. And and uh, so naturally, they're going to violate the treaty and uh, threaten war with Iran. That's what this whole shakeup's about. And Tillerson, the only reason why they want him out is because he says that they're adhering to the treaty. Leave them alone. So no, no, no. They want to watch things go boom, boom. They want people to die. Because uh, he, right now, uh, this mental retard we have for a president... He's alienating all of our allies, and all of our enemies suddenly are his best friend, Russia and, uh, uh, what's his name, Dudu Farte in, uh, in the Philippines. If you're a dictator, or if you're a uh, authoritarian neo-Nazi, then Trump's your pal. We're even going to make enemies out of England at this rate. Uh, you already know about him, him and his tweets. It's him tweeting, the real fake news. <laughs> From right-wing sites, which is never real, it's always blown out of somebody's ass, and that's exactly what that stuff was that he was tweeting. Uh, None of it was true at all, Uh, and England's on top of this. Uh, They know these people. They don't worship them like we do here. They don't put them on a pedestal like we do here, media, which is what the media does, and uh, it's to sell time. Not that there's any kind of a idealistic uh, type. They just make money off of it. So they don't care what they put on the air. It's irresponsible and reckless and they don't care. Uh, So yeah, it's uh, interesting though when you're, uh, uh, when you read the response from intelligent people in an industrialized country that are on the outside looking in to see what an insane asylum, what a snake pit this country has become. It's, it's fascinating. It's, it's disgusting and sad, but it's, it's nice to know that the, not everybody's insane. are listening to the Britney Summer Show on 95.3 FM 1470 WWNN. It is now time to make the swish over to the internet for now, as long as Agit Pie allows me to. 
where the show uh, really takes off and we have a good time. So to my terrestrial audience, thanks for tuning in. Uh, you have heard the uh, clean part <laughs> of the Brit Summer Show. If you want to have some fun, stay tuned uh, on SoundCloud, thebritsummershow.com. FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, SoFloRadio.com, Patreon, tune in, and a whole bunch of other stuff. See you again next Sunday at 4 o'clock right here on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. It's Brittany Summers. Talk radio with balls and big ones, too. She's unforgettable. Dear Penis, <laughs> I don't think I'd like you anymore. You used to watch me shave, now all you do is stare at the floor. Oh, dear Penis, I don't like you anymore. It used to be you and me, a paper towel and a dirty magazine. That's all we needed to get by. Now it seems things have changed, and I think that you're the one to blame, dear penis. I don't like you anymore. He sings, dear Rodney, I don't think I'd like anymore Cause when you get to drinking You put me places I've never been before Dear Rodney I don't like you anymore Why can't we just get a grip on our man-to-hand relationship Come to terms with truly how we feel If we put our heads together, we just stay home forever, dear penis. I think I like you after all. Oh, and Rodney, while you're shaving, shave my balls. The Brit Summer Show, 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN, Matt Lauer. Do I care about Matt Lauer? No. Have I ever paid attention to Matt Lauer? No. Has Matt Lauer contributed anything worthwhile to uh, the, the field of journalism? No. Do I want to talk about Matt Lauer? No. No, because I I never cared about Matt Lauer, and I, I don't want to talk about Matt Lauer. Uh... <laughs> Is the Today Show a waste of time to watch and always has been since uh, Fred J. Muggs? Yes! So anyway, moving along. Garrison Keeler. <laughs> Garrison Keeler, come on. All right. This is the way I understand it because, first of all, this is kind of a mystery. Nobody has an, an account of what went on with Garrison Keeler. Outside of what he said and just uh, a smattering of what the, this woman said, because she really didn't come forward publicly. So there's uh, various stories of this and the other thing. But the one I always read about Garrison Keeler is that uh, <laughs> this this stemmed from him patting a woman on her back. And apparently she was wearing a 
backlist top or, or the top she had on her back was showing. He patted her on the back, uh, which sounds like something Garrison Keeler would do. Uh, so my question is, how far are we taking this? Is it going to get to the point where you can't shake anybody's hand? Or if you do shake somebody's hand, even in a world of business, could be shaking a hand or patting somebody on the back, could that be construed as misogyny? Or It gets ridiculous. Could that be defined as sexual abuse in the workplace? I mean, where does it end? See, this is the problem. The women that have legitimate grievances, like the ones with Matt Lauer, uh, now we're getting women coming forward, I guess, with Garrison Keillor, uh, <laughs> although he admitted patting the woman on the back. And if that's the case, uh, so what's wrong with that? What's wrong with patting somebody on the back? Now, uh, that brings me to the latest uh, Al Franken uh, thing, this woman, and I saw the picture of this woman, he had his arm around her for a selfie shot. Uh, she was uh, smitten by a celebrity because she used to watch Saturday Night Live or something. This is 2003. And uh, the picture is of Al Franken with his arm around her and his hand is on like her, uh, I guess, right shoulder blade. And she's out there saying that he put his hand on her, her breasts. Well, if he did, it wasn't in that picture unless her breasts are in her back. And the closer, the closer we get to this FCC vote, the most outspoken voice to help save net neutrality was Al Franken. And for some reason, the closer we get to that vote, the more and more women are coming forward saying, hey, 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 touch me too, me too. And it's starting to sound a little bit choreographed, if you know what I mean. There's always the danger of exploitation here. I mean, yes, there's, uh, women have been victimized in the workplace, but uh, there's always, and you know, there are no shortage of mean girls. And it seems to me there's always room for exploiting these Me Too claims, which are coming out in numbers. And bandwagon jumpers will diminish the validity of uh, actual victims of sexual harassment. So we have to be a little discerning here. Uh, and as it turns out, since my last show, he really didn't do nothing with that uh, Leanne Tweeden compared to the stuff that Trump's done to the other 16 women. But let's forget about that. No, no, no. Let him off the hook for everything. Don't let nobody say nothing. And I want to know what happened to that. He was supposed to go to court December 16th, 2016. I did a show about that. I should go back on my archives. I can't remember the woman's name, but I did a whole show about this. What happened to that woman? I'm going to have to pull that out. And the show, too. Uh, oh, I said something sexually offensive. Take me off the air. This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Well, Garrison Keeler, give me a break. First of all, he doesn't have the strength. <laughs> huh? You know, if Andy Rooney was alive, somebody would come out and accuse Andy. Did you ever put your hand on a woman and get in trouble for I mean, why'd it have to go after the doddering old men? Like, oh, what was the other one a couple of weeks ago? Oh, yeah, uh, old man Bush, who's got uh, nine toes in the grave. Uh, <clears throat> now, <laughs> so that there's no misunderstanding, uh, 
I'm going to share with you a story that I already shared with uh, my audience <clears throat> several years ago on this show. But it's true. This is what happened. <laughs> uh, I kind of had the same experience uh, that some of these women, not all of them, but some of these women had, especially the, uh, the women uh, that were involved with Cosby. Because, well, I'll tell you the story. Back when this show first went on the air, and the agreement still stands. If I could sell any part of this show, if I could sell any airtime on it, I can expand it to an hour. I can get it uh, different uh, times during the week. Uh, but it's contingent, of course, upon me uh, to uh, sell the time. And that's the one thing that I never learned how to do in this business. <laughs> uh, because it's, it's not I can pitch a product, but when it comes to actually sitting down crunching numbers and doing the uh, the tin men type of thing like selling aluminum siding like Rod- Rodney Dangerfield got in trouble for doing that that type of salesman type thing like Glengarry Glen Ross it's just not in me I don't know how to do it I'm like this I'm like uh, you wouldn't want to buy a spot now would you of course anybody does want to buy some time on my show I'm happy <laughs> happy to talk to you but um, I'm just lousy at selling time and there, here's the proof of it. I have no spots. Now and then I'll get a spot. Once in a blue moon, and it's been like three years. And that's how blue the moon is. And hopefully I'll get some uh, political, uh, not so much sponsorship, but I'll have, be running some political ads over the course of the next campaign season. And, well, getting back to what I was saying, um, when I first started the show, I thought that it would be a good start it would be a be a pragmatic and a common sense thing to do, to uh, go to the Chamber of Commerce meetings. Uh, so I, <laughs> I went to the, uh, I started at the top. I went to the prestigious Boca Raton uh, Commerce meeting. In a very, it, it took place in a very upscale nightclub. It was nice. Uh, everybody was dressed to the nines, which I like, and I fit right in. So it was perfect. So, um, uh, to this day, I, I don't know who I talked with so many people that night. I have no idea who it was, but somebody slipped a Mickey in my drink and lucky for me, I was, it was the only drink I had. I don't drink that much when I'm out. I have maybe a couple, uh, I don't drink at home. I don't drink period, but if I'm out on a social occasion like that, I'll have a couple of drinks and that's nice, but that's about it. Well, I was fortunate only had one drink and that somebody, I didn't know better to keep my hand over the drink like you should or keep your eye on it. Somebody slipped a Mickey in that thing. And what happened was I got dizzy at first, deathly ill, like like nausea, nausea, but not ready to vomit and uh, felt ready to pass out. And what I did was probably stupid, but as it turns out, uh, I benefited from this decision. I ran to my car and got the hell out of there. Um, and then when I got home, I barely made it home. I, I was weaving all the way back. And then when I crashed in bed, I didn't get up for like a day and a half. I, I was paralyzed, whatever that was that they put in me. Uh, and the irony of the whole thing was, if that guy would have talked to me or anything, I would have saved him a whole Mickey or a roofie or whatever it was he gave me because I'm um, a lot of fun to be around. 
You don't need a Mickey with me. <laughs> but I, I know what it feels like. It happened to me. But uh, uh, there's always opportunists out there. Let's not forget that. And there's always bandwagon jumpers. And in uh, Franken's case, this last woman, she, to me, so far, from everything I've read and the pictures I've seen, is a bandwagon jumper. And uh, and that's my opinion. But some of these women, like the Matt Lauer women, he's a prick anyway. And nobody liked him. I never liked him. So... Bye, bye, bye! But Garrison Keeler, Come on. Oh, oh. Come on. The... That old man can hardly move. He can. Have you heard his show lately? He's 190 years old. He can barely talk. Take a look at that guy. You, you mean to tell me that he's all hands? He, can, he can't even see his hands. I would say if uh, Garrison Keeler placed his hand on anybody's back, it's most likely because he, he lost his balance. The old man <laughs> was stumbling and probably needed help across the room. Garrison Keeler. See, here's the problem with this. It desensitizes everybody. The real victims lose credibility. And, and to that, I'd like to add, if I was in the, <laughs> the presence of Charlie Rose and he was walking around with his robe open, waving his thing, I would have passed out from laughter. How could you not think that's... I mean, Charlie Rose. You call that a penis? Anybody else, yeah, that's offensive, but it's Charlie Rose. Oh, there's a real threat. Drunken Charlie Rose. That was really the only thing I learned uh, that I didn't know about him. He, he was a serious drunk. Uh, they, they didn't put that in the report. He's an alcoholic. That's no excuse in the eyes of the law, even if you're drunk and out of your mind stoned. Uh, exposing yourself to, to an employee or to a woman or whatever the situation was. Uh, that's still not that because you're drunk or stoned that doesn't make it right. But it's Charlie Rose, so it's like who would care? I know I certainly would not have cared. <laughs> oh, it's Charlie Rose's thing. <laughs> uh, oh, if only I was doing bits, and I would do bits. But uh, one, my equipment still doesn't work properly, and uh, what would I do it for? Why? I don't know. Anyway, uh, Garrison Keeler, he, whoa, be gone. I have no pants on. I'm dancing in the nude right now. I'm shaking round the wonder world. Watch how it wiggles when I jerk. It's weaving and wagging. I like to watch it lobbing up and down. I shake my legs with my happy feet to make my button mushroom work. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now! My wee-wee's in motion. Now do you like it when I swing it around? Yank it, yank it, baby. And let me show you how it works. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come 
dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now. The Brit Summer Show, FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, Patreon, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoFlow Radio, and the list goes on and on. And of course, I should mention TheBritSummerShow.com, where everything is. That is the hub, the aggregate, if you will, the, <laughs> the power center for all of my contact information. Uh, and most importantly, most of all, my donate button. Oh, and if you if you move quickly, uh, my uh, <laughs> cheesecake calendar for 2018 is still available and at a much lower price than it was last year. Yes, take a look at it for free. And if you like it, uh, I appreciate it in advance. <laughs> because if, if I don't sell any of those, there ain't going to be a 2019 calendar. And the way things are going right now with this country, there probably won't be any 2019. Uh, we'll be lucky if we make it through 2018. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't get me started on the DNC. Here's the only thing I'm going to say about the DNC and during this show is if we expect to win any seats next year, uh, in next November 2018, uh, think about this. Throughout the campaign season, uh, the, D the DNC steers clear of any campaign. It, let me put it this way. Anybody who's running for office, uh, don't don't accept a call from the DNC. Don't even bother. Yeah, they'll offer you if if even if you're uh, right of Attila the Hun, but a registered Democrat, you'll be getting a call. Uh, you want to win your seat? Don't don't get involved with the DNC. Uh, I can say this now because this this is the internet side of my show. DNC stands for Do Nothing Clusterfuck. So. If the DNC just stays away from next year's midterm, well, then we'll win. Because that's how we swept New Jersey a few weeks ago, and that's how we swept Virginia. DNC wasn't involved in any of those campaigns. Any of them. They weren't even aware of it until after the elections took place. So there you go. That's the best thing that Democrats have for this country. If you're serious about taking the power away from the Republicans or, or uh, this uh, maniacal dick dictator we have, if you're serious about it, uh, you will vote and not pay attention to whatever anything the DNC says because they have no idea what they're saying. But we've got the holidays approaching quickly. And <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the pictures of the White House uh, holiday decor. Or, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Christmas decor. Take a look at that. Uh, I have the appropriate music. Now, it, if you're listening to this show online and you want to see a picture, just look for that photograph of the uh, White House Christmas tree this year that uh, Malaria worked so feverishly to design. And while you're looking at that, I will play the appropriate background music as you look at the new White House Christmas decorations. Is that the scariest thing you've ever seen in your life? Is that the most foreboding, chilling example of Christmas decorations? Oh my God. 
You take a look at that thing. And I can say this because everybody's seen it by now. But when I first saw that, I thought it was a fake. I thought it was a Photoshop picture, but no, that's what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like uh, something out of the uh, American uh, horror story. It looks like even uh, Tim Burton, uh, Stephen King would be uh, petrified. He'd be terrified to walk through that hallway. <laughs> but it's very, it's very uh, representative of the lack of souls that run this country. The soulless, cold, uh, the functioning flesh, I should say, that is running the country right now. Well, I wouldn't say uh, running the country per se. I'd say uh, uh, those taking orders from Vladimir Putin. Because after all, this is Russia. And not to mention, here's something that I want to, maybe I'll get into more on future shows because I don't have any details. And I'll leave you with this to think about for the next week. A friend of mine is looking for property up in uh, North Carolina. And usually in the listings, there, you know, there's numerous listings. You go online, there's certain real estate sites that have, uh, what, 20, 30 houses or apartments or condos that you're looking for property up there. Uh, she went on there a couple of weeks ago and they all disappeared. They all disappeared. And she asked the real estate agent why they all disappeared. And, here, and here's his answer. Somebody came in representing some investment company, probably a brass plate, and bought them all, cash. No questions asked. There's areas down here uh, that are being snatched up, cash. No questions asked. Uh, all of Miami Beach, by the way, is owned by Russia now. Pretty much all of it. Miami Beach was like, uh, in the 50s, it was uh, Jewish-Italian. And then after the Castro thing, uh, then it went uh, uh, Jewish, Italian, Cuban. And then in the 70s, with the Mariel Boatlift and all this, it went entirely Cuban. And not so much anymore. It's all Russian now. <laughs> um, but, you know, everybody's busy. Nobody can pay attention. Nobody is concerned. But if anybody in my audience out there who is in real estate and has heard of this... Um, I spoke with uh, someone in Orlando who, who is involved with real estate and uh, she said, no, it's not going on in Orlando. Uh, so it may, not only, may only be in certain areas, certain spots that uh, these companies are coming in, paying cash for everything that's listed on the site. Cash, 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 buying it. So, and, and it's not on the news, it's not online. Agit Pie. I'm going to go after him next week. Ajipai will be happy to hear. It's not anywhere online. I have not seen one article, one investigative story, nothing regarding these mysterious brass blade companies coming in and buying up every listing on the website for cash. Anyway, it's uh, food for pontification uh, until next week. <laughs>
out on a date to a local bar. We haven't driven very far. There was a car up ahead that I wanted to pass. I didn't realize I was out of gas. The engine stalled. I pulled off to the right, and when she started screaming, we began to fight. I called AAA, and she continued to yell. I drove back to our domestic hell. She would scream and cry and bust up things made of glass. She could be a royal pain in the ass, but I kept my head and went to bed instead. I'm gonna lay down for a little while, but she got up on that fateful night and went into the kitchen to find a knife. Oh, where, oh where can my penis be? My baby took it away from me. She won in court now, so you better be good. Lorena set a trend for all the other girls. Oh, oh. Thanks for listening. This is Britt Summers, and uh, the podcast broadcast you've been listening to is The Brit Summer Show. And you're hearing me right now on SoundCloud via thebritsummershow.com and, of course, FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com. And for any birthdays that I have overlooked, I thank everybody for donating, being so generous over the course of the last year. It's been a tremendous help, and it's really all I've got to go on. So thank you. And keep those cards and letters coming in. TheBritSummerShow.com. There's a donate button there. And on the pink banner, you'll see my 2018 cheesecake calendar, uh, which is fun for the whole family. Well, maybe some of them. Anyway, that's the way I see the world from here. And I'll be back yet again next week. So until then, this is Brit Summer saying the truth. you find the fun. Radiates around the Brit Summer Show. Hey, single gals, tired of being lied to, dumped on, betrayed, and abandoned? Then you need the amazing new dating field kit from Ronco. Everything you need for an honest, safe date is packed in this handy 30-pound kit. Glad you could meet me here at the restaurant, Doris. Uh, What's with the suitcase? Oh, nothing. Could you roll up your sleeves? Yes, the dating field kit includes a lie detector, blood tester, medical supplies, ninja nunchucks, mace, a cellular telephone, revolver, and fix-a-flat canister. So, Phil, have you ever been married? No. Oh, well, once. Okay, twice. You might not have a good time, but you'll have a safe time. Good night, Doris. I had an interesting evening. How about a kiss? The Dating Field Kit from Ronco.